Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. In your noggin. Today is special. <laughs> I always say every episode is special. Uh, you do. Every day is special. Today is especially special. Because I'm here? Because you're here. Yes, I know. Let's have a drink. Okay. I like drinks. That's why I'm here. All right. We yeah. like we like a little exotica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We like some uh, we like some drinks. I do like a drink. We're going to play a lot of surf rock on this show. I like surf rock. Because I was in a very much uh, hot weather pool, uh, ocean breezes kind of It is hotter mood. than F outside. So we're going to play some music, and, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, get to the surf rock in a little bit. Uh, the drink that I am working on right now that's very in front pretty. of you is called the Straw Hat. Okay. And it has... Like the pizza? Yes, like straw hat pizza. (laughs) It's got two layers. And I don't do a lot of blended drinks, but, you know, this hot pool weather has made me feel like really working on this. And I want a drink here in the Zen Tiki Lounge that is kind of my go-to house blended drink. And I'm not a big pina colada fan. Mm, I like pina colada. I know. And we already did the Floridian sinkhole, which was a blended drink. And so, you know, we've got one. And now... So this one, the bottom layer is a pinkish red because it is, it's, it's in a way, a watermelon mojito. Mm-hmm. And then the, the top layer, uh, I wouldn't necessarily equate it to any particular drink, but is fresh pineapple, pineapple rum, uh, and there's actually some um, uh, agavero, which is an orange tequila in there. Mm, that sounds good. With some demerara rum. Just drink the top layer by itself. And so, yeah, and this is one of those drinks where you can drink them separate. Mm-hmm. You can pull your straw to the layer you want to suck from, or you can stir them together. Yes, and make what a kamikaze or a suicide or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a multi flavored drink. Mm-hmm. It has no added sugar, nothing like that. But I'm going to play with that because um, I definitely get the pineapple and the watermelon, but I need to work on the overall flavor profile. The top part, the pineapple part, kind of tastes like an orange Julius. There's no orange in it at all. I know. Mm-hmm. There. I like it. And so watermelon is not my favorite, but I do like what I like this. And the reason I'm calling it the straw hat, uh-huh. watermelon is not my favorite yeah. either. But I'm one reason- of the only people that I've heard of that I just do not like watermelon. I don't know what's wrong with it. Yeah, well, that's all live. So uh, I call it the straw hat because, again, I was um, sitting outside in the Mm -hmm. sun with a straw hat on Mm -hmm. uh, for some shade and uh, drinking a frosty beverage. And so I thought, you know what, I I need to call this drink the straw hat. Well, the top layer is kind of a straw hatty color. Mm Mm-hmm. And the bottom could be uh, if you had a sunburn. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's skin color versus straw hat. There you go. Yes. And I like that when you blend it up, the mint is kind of floating in there a little bit. Yeah, it's nice. It did separate into like three layers, though. So is that well? It's kind of like a Jello one, two, yes, three. Yes. I think the longer it sets, the more layers it will form. Which is kind of cool. The three layers is cool. Uh, we're also having a little snack because you know yes. it's good to have it's good to have snacks uh, at the tiki bar. And a real quick snack that I think uh, anybody can make is cut up large chunks of pineapple, like like a good one inch cube to one and a half inch cube, mm-hmm. and then. Pan saute those pineapple chunks with uh, a couple strips of bacon. Just let the bacon naturally fall apart as Do you stir job. it around with, with tongs. That way, the pineapple is cooking in the bacon fat. Mmm. Mm. This is not vegetarian in the no. least. Uh, and then the little tidbits of uh, um, burnt and correctly cooked 
uh, bacon because you're going to get a little bit of both as yes. you're kind of. It's basically it's like scrambled bacon. I like burnt bacon. All you the way. then um, you then you pull the pineapple out and you uh, then take little bits of the. Um, uh, crushed up bacon and put it on top of the pineapple and then you know just throw a toothpick in it and yeah, there you easy, go. Yeah, easy, easy. So, so let's, take this let's one. have that. Now careful, don't like, let it fall off. It looks like it has the most burnt bacon which I <laughs> like the best. That's what you want. Yes. Mmm. That's very tasty. This is also the uh, nitrite, nitrate free bacon. Oh, of course. It's healthy bacon. Mm-hmm. That's mm. very good. It's a good poo-poo. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it's a good poo-poo. And, and look at the dog is like upright He's like, where is my bacon and pineapple the bitches? The Papasan chair now uh-huh. staring at us. Like, where is mine? Well, like I said, um, we've got some surf rock to play. And uh, we're going to do that after the mail, so we have to go wrestle up the mail Let's sack right now. Let's go wrestle that. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back after we finish licking our fingers. Mm. I'm eat this one now. This one mm. has more burnt on it. Tiki mail. Uh, oh, ooh, the dry weather has not been good to that sack. It's been really hot here, folks, like 100 Well, degrees. you know, I'm surprised the sack is so dry, actually, because it, it has been um, quite humid. It has been humid, but your sack, it must have been protected from that. Something. Yeah. Something. Mm, um, that's bad. Here's an email. Okay, we like from emails. Helena from Charleston. Well, hello, Helena. I'm guessing South Carolina. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't know where else it would be. Uh, and she says, hello to my favorite podcasting crew. After listening for a few years, I finally had something I wanted to ask you. Well, okay. Might need a lady's point of view, but any feedback is welcome. I'm a larger girl, but I do have a figure. I never find any Hawaiian dresses that seem to work for me. What am I doing wrong, Helena? I think so because we'll go to ladies first here. I think the problem is, is that most of those dresses are cut straight. Mm. You know, they're not cut for people with figures or boobs or anything like that. So maybe instead of getting a Hawaiian dress, you go get a rockabilly dress. You, yeah. Which are cut for... They're curvier. Which are cut for curvier girls. And you could find, um, like, there's a brand called Stop Staring and things like that, that you could find a rockabilly dress in a Hawaiian print and buy that instead of trying to buy, like, especially a vintage dress. They're never... They're cut straight. Yes. Yeah. That's true. And, and that's why sometimes y- you'll see... A girl of any figure wearing one of them, and you just kind of go, "I wonder what's under there." Like yeah. you, yes, exactly, you, because they're bad. They're just they straight. Be, and they don't they show your waist. They could be thin and curvy. They yeah. could be large and square. Yeah. They could be. You wouldn't know. And I sometimes have an easier time with those dresses because I really don't have a chest. You know, so I can go. I never noticed. Yeah, you never noticed that I was built like a twelve-year-old boy. I no, am. Mm-mm. So I can always get those dresses, but they—they they, even on me, they—they're straight. They don't. Hmm. You know, they're not curvy or anything. So I would think maybe buying something more in the rockabilly line instead of... I think that's actually, I think that's a good tip. Uh, you know, I really didn't have any advice other than I when I go to Tiki events and there are the vendors there that are selling vintage dresses, you can find some that are fitted. Yeah, it's hard. But of course, though. finding it fitted and in your size, yes. well, that's not the easiest thing to do. Because I, when I talk to the girls who buy vintage at the events... Um, they usually say, you know, I'm lucky. I'll come to like three events before I find a dress I yeah. can buy. Whereas I find one or two shirts every single time I go. Well, and the I mean, one, it's just not that hard. The one dress that guy. I have that's actually vintage took me about four tries over six months to find one. Mm-hmm. Because you're never going to guarantee that you the size you ha- you need is there. 
What are you looking at down there? Oh, I was looking down at the dog. No, or She's she being could so always um, buy just a skirt and wear a tank top with it or something. That might be easier too. Like finding a bottom that fits or a shirt that fits. And- yeah, and there's always, you know, a sarong or the ones exactly. that you, you tie to your fit. Yeah. Which I think can be very lovely and they come in great patterns. So, you know, don't just consider it a pool wrap. I mean, you can make a dress out of it. And a lot of people at the Tiki events, a lot of the girls do dress um, rockabilly. So if you, you yes. wouldn't look at a place wearing a rockabilly dress at a Tiki event. Yeah, yeah. That's my advice. Is no, go, for, I, I, go for the go I, for the retro. I think Helena will be very appreciative of your advice. Well, lovely. Uh, this one is from Dave. Dave. Aloha, ZTL. I was recently visiting Los Angeles, and I saw at two different tiki bars they have a place where you can keep your mug if you frequent the bar. Mm-hmm. Can anyone do this, or is there a club officially? It is a great idea, and the bar in Huntington Beach had a really nifty display case that adds to the decor of the bar. I'm just curious. I listen to the podcast all the time, but I admit I don't go to any of the parties or events. Cheers, Dave. Oh, well, Dave, you should go to the parties or events. Well, you should. Fun, but... So I believe he's actually one of the blazes he's talking about is Don the Beachcomber, yes, the yeah, Dagger Bar so, in yeah. Huntington Beach. Uh, and uh, yes, they have a real big display case there where... The most regular patrons can store their mug. Other bars do this as well. Uh, Tonga Hut, for example. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but you, now here's the thing. At some places, they're going to want to know you've been there a good number of times before they will let you have any of the space in there. I'm not aware of any of them actually making you be part of an official club or anything. The Tonga Hut, you don't have to be the uh, drilling bastard. You don't have to be a drilling bastard to keep your mug. Uh, But, um... You probably have to frequent it a good but deal. You, yeah, you, you need, need to, to be a you, regular. You need to be a regular. And so, yeah, if you're from out of town and you're visiting a place and you see that they do that and you happen to have a mug in your car and you bring it in, uh, why would you even want to leave it yeah, knowing not when will there. you ever be back? Well, and I mean, that I should. the only place I could leave a mug is here. I should leave a mug here. Mm-hmm. Because I think I've been to Don Beach Covers like twice and the hu- right. Tonga Hut once, so... And I go to Don's often enough mm-hmm. that I've actually thought about taking uh, a Big Orange Richard and leaving him there. Uh, I just didn't want everybody to know that secretly I have more than one. Oh, of course not. Yeah, I don't want to know that either. (laughs) I was born with two big orange Richards. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, one is larger than the other, oddly enough. That's (laughs) awkward. They're very, very similar in size, but one of them is Uh. larger than the other. And listeners, just because here's the shameless plug now, Big Orange Richard, or Big Orange Dick, as Kaylani will never let us forget. Of course not. Is the official tiki mug of the Zen Tiki Lounge made by our great friends at Pop Tiki of Colorado. Mm -hmm. Fabulous, fabulous. He's a big, blocky mod orange moai. I still want a teal one. That's my favorite color. And Well, that's the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen oh, Edition. Oh, then I'm going to have to get that then because uh, I like the teal. So you contact Kelly Patterson mm-hmm. on the internets. The internets? And, uh, the interwebs? Velveteen Lounge Kitchen folks is a great show. They do a video podcast versus our uh, audio podcast. But uh, Big Orange Richard is $45 and um, uh, you can go to zentikilounge.com and Starshine, have you looked at the new webpage lately? I did because you asked me to. Yeah, and what I, did you think? I like it. I didn't give you any feedback. No, you but, didn't. Uh, I am very sorry. So I was for almost that. like wondering, like, I did does look she at care? it though. I do care. I well, think I think it's, it's pretty cool that we have a store page we do. now. I like the store. Where you can buy our t-shirts. We have mm-hmm. the men's and women's sizing. We have Big Orange Richard. And then we have our uh, bar towel set. And I have some bar towels at home and I like them. And I actually use them to clean up very messy things. I don't, like, baby them or anything. I baby mine. I want them to be pristine. 
<laughs> Christine Bartel. <laughs> I don't. I have cleaned up uh, some very dirty messes, and you just throw them in the wash, and then they they fade a little over time mm. and look. I think they look better after a few you washes. Do. Versus, they they start off very bright colors. They are very bright colors. I just like them because they're nice and crisp right now, and I don't have to iron. Oh, them. but they're 100% cotton. Yes. And it is a, a full color iron-on transfer that uh, puts the, the logo and stuff on them. Uh, well, we can hook you up with that yes. at the break. But yeah, so we have t-shirts and mugs and bar towels, and you can go to zentigelounge.com/store, and you can purchase that stuff there. But also on our new webpage, we have a tab for the podcast, so that's where you go for all the we latest podcasts. The next tab over is drinks, and I have started finally compiling a picture to go with every one of the drinks that we have done here on the show. It's very, um, I don't even know what word I'm trying to look, motivated of you to do that. Well, you know, it's, it's odd that I was actually, yeah, I don't normally stick with much of anything for very long, and that's why... You know, but anyway, everyone tells me you know it's all about you know mm-hmm. your website plus the content. Yes, pictures and web presence. So when you go to drinks, you get the recipes plus you get a picture that shows garnish and presentation, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes you get a little story behind and the drink. It's not like you grab these pictures off the internet. These are your drinks. Right? Yeah, yes. I, I produced all of this. Yes. So um, you know, one one drink is pumpkin's yellow bird, and that was on last week's show. She Can does you like believe pumpkin bird. was on the show last week? Well, you had to take her to a casino to get her on the show. I did. It, yeah. it, 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 I was tricky. I would, you know what? Maybe I should stop being on the show so she'll take me to a casino. Let's go. Okay. Uh, but Pumpkin's Yellowbird is just one of those simple, like, it's a pineapple, orange, banana, mm-hmm. coconut drink yeah. uh, that you can find in so many bars. And I just, you know, tell a little bit about the story how, you know, it is Pumpkin's favorite drink, as ubiquitous as it may be. Uh, so, you know, but the the point of that drink is it's all about the garnish. Like you should so you should garnish it so much that you can't even see the drink inside exactly. the mug. Exactly. You want to have a fruit salad on top of that. That is right. Mm-hmm. Well, so anyway, so uh, we were. This was an email segment, and we just went on that big tangent. But uh, so, Dave, yeah. Um, oh yeah, you, back to Dave. You Dave, need don't... to you need to frequent a tiki bar before you want to leave your mug there. That's just what I'm saying. It needs to be like the Regal Beagle. You need to be Jack right. Tripper to keep your. You, you know, yeah. Otherwise, you don't want your cup there. Um, now we have two tweets about the Scheiser films that we oh, were Scheiser <laughs> films. That we were talking about a few weeks ago. <laughs> the first one says Scheiser films do not lo- do not belong in a tiki bar. Oh well, I didn't say they belonged in a tiki. Bar. Well, but I happened to title the show Do Scheiser Films Belong in a Tiki Bar? Oh, I see. Because we were talking about it. And uh, and then um, a listener from Germany who mm. he knows who he is said, I don't understand Scheiser Films. Can you please explain? Now, I found this interesting. So I explained to him that Scheiser Films or in the United States as teenagers mm-hmm. a lot of us, and I can only speak for the Southern California region, Grew up with this understanding that there was this dirty German porn (laughs) that involved poop. Pooping on each other. Yes. Yes, watching people poop on each other. whether or not that was German in any way, Mm -hmm. or it really existed as a genre at all, I am not entirely sure because it's one of those things that we all talk about. Urban myth kind of thing. Well, I have a friend whose dad has the video. Yes. But I've never seen it. Or there was one that I heard where somebody was underneath a glass coffee table Mm. and the person was pooping on the glass. That's real. I saw that. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. But people seem to like that kind of stuff. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It's one of those things that you like watch when you're like drunk and somebody pulls it up on a webpage and you call people over and they're like, no. Yes. 
But we always called them Scheiser films. Yes. Yeah, it, that's that em- element of porn where people get <laughs> off on watching people poop on other people. Probably has nothing to do with German at all. Well, except for the word. That's right. Exactly. It's, so it's a thing. It's a thing here in the U.S. where it's a stereotype that is most likely probably not true in the least. But well, people poop on each other. They might not be but German. But I think I think yeah, any culture yeah. might have that odd, disgusting, horrible fetish. Yes. That's just ridiculous. It's please don't ever do that. And please, if you do it, you don't need to tell us. If about you, it. if anybody out there likes to do those in your spare time. Go ahead and send us a link so we can see that. Uh, absolutely. Yes, yes. If you were a Tiki Scheiser person, then send us that. Uh, okay, so um, that all said, you can send correspondence to us so that we can discuss it to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can send us a tweet uh, at Sunshine Tiki on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also, Zen Tiki Lounge on Twitter. And then on the Facebooks, you can look for Zen Tiki Lounge and like our page and be a friend and post things there. And then there's also Sunshine Tiki, Starshine Tiki, and Kehlani Tiki all on Facebook. And then, last but not least, Mm -hmm. you can call 619-777-TIKI and leave us a comment, question, concern, or drunk dial. Drunk dials are always preferred. Drunk dial seems to be the only one anyone ever leaves. Well, you know, that's the most fun. (laughs) That's, well, it tells you that we're in the right niche, right? Yes, yes. Niche. niche. dimly lit tiki bar where we have a cocktail or two and get behind a microphone. And talk shit for an hour. And hope that people call in and... uh, Say something completely asinine. Right, and then then we can use the Google Voice Translator to see if it even (laughs) could tell what that person was saying in that voicemail. All right, well, uh, we do actually have more show to come, so we're going to go find the rest of the show, and we'll be right back. Well, here we are. And what are we doing? Well, we're going to play we're going to play a song by the Revomatics because they have just sent us several copies of their new album. Well, that is fabulous. It is. They just played Ohana Luau by the Lake, and they had a very popular room party. The Revomatics, who hail from Milwaukee, <laughs> and we've played them here on the show before. I know our listeners are familiar with them. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of songs on here. They do, and we're going to play their song called "Summer Wave," okay. which is one of my favorites from the new album. But we're also going to give a couple copies of the album to some of our listeners here on the Zen Tiki Lounge. Oh, so, that's lovely. You know, the first listener who's going to get uh, one of the albums sent to them, plus an additional surprise from the Zen Tiki Lounge, Is could it be Shizer? it could be anything. It'll be whatever I put in the box uh-huh. when I ship the <laughs> when I ship the CD. It could be dangerous. But we need you to go both to uh, the Revomatics page on Facebook, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. also to the Zen Tiki Lounge page on Facebook. We like both those places. We want you to go to the uh, the Facebook page for Zen Tiki Lounge and say, I heard the Revomatics on the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. We would like that. And then we want you to go over to the Revomatics page, and if you haven't liked it, go ahead and like it. Mm-hmm. And then also say there, we heard the Revomatics on the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. That seems simple and, enough. And you can say, we love the music, whatever you think about it. Uh, and if you do those two things... Uh, well, your first person's going to get an album sent to them along with some other stuff that, some we put, that we put in the goodie box. So we are going to play Summer Wave right now, the first of our surf rock songs for this week's episode.
That was Summer Wave by the Revomatics. It was lovely. It, it's not just lovely. I mm -hmm. think it's uh, it, it really speaks for the summer. It does, yes. The summertime of year and the cocktail that we're having. It does, yes, yes. And Surf Rock absolutely belongs in a tiki bar as far as I'm concerned. Of course it does. There are a few people who sometimes feel otherwise, but who are they? This is our show, damn it. That's <laughs> that's right. It, it, it is our show. Yeah. Uh, and we've got more Surf Rock coming up, but now you know how to get a copy of uh, the Revomatics. And, uh, well, we, so we have some other stuff to chat about here. So, um, I have been, uh, listening to five minutes of rum and this is our friend Kevin who has his own podcast oh, okay, now. Okay. And his most recent episode was about kind of the history of the Mai Tai. Oh, how fun. And as many times as I hear somebody talk about the history of the Mai Tai, I usually learn a new thing or two. Mm -hmm. And so Kevin has a voice that is meant for podcasting. He has a good radio voice. Okay. And if you go to 5minutesofrum.com or use the link from uh, Podcast 281 that we're going to post at zentigelounge.com, uh, you can click on over and you can check out 5 Minutes of Rum. But um, he is he is a he's great. Kevin is great with uh, talking about the history and also the spirit, the qualities of the type of rum, and then uh, and then sometimes mixing it into a cocktail. Oh. Uh, so that's how the, informative. Well, it is informative, yes. and so that's cool. So go check out Five Minutes of Rum. I think I think you're going to really like it. Uh, so. I have been um, kind of looking around through my stuff and trying to figure out, you know, of the uh, of the greener things that I do. Mm -hmm. and, and all we mean by green these days is, you know, try to have little impact trying on the environment. Trying the best you can. Yeah. And uh, so I've been trying to reuse some of the scents mm -hmm. that I have. And, you know, this actually, I, I got this on a web page, I think. And it was as simple as we probably all have some votive candles in our home. Yes. And we probably, a lot of us have uh, some essential oils or um, incense oils laying around that you probably just haven't used up. Yeah. And if you take the votive and after you light it, and then after you let the pool of wax form, the warm pool of wax on mm -hmm. the top of the votive when it fills up the whole surface, yeah. then you can take those essential oils and drop a few drips, drip oh, a few I drops. Did not, I did or, not know would that. Would you drop a few drips or drip a few drops? I think you're dropping a few drips because it's not dripping out. That was a candle uh, would drip out. But but be careful how much you put in there because if you put in too much, it will sometimes extinguish the flame. But I've had a really good experience with it. And I and I, I went through some of my Christmas scents in the last week, but I also okay. went through some of my like uh, tranquil like eucalyptus and mint scents. Does it give you a like nice that. strong smell? Because sometimes the candles I don't think have a strong enough smell. Oh, it's generally stronger than Is some it? of the candles. Yeah, please, maybe I'll please try ignore that, the then. dog in the background. Yes. Uh, but so that's one way to reuse uh, maybe some of the scents that you already have. And then, um, you know, another way to do that is uh, I saw on another, um, this was actually in one of the green party books that I have. I yes. might have to go. You might have to beat make the, dog. the dog. Make the dog be quiet. Uh, but uh, this suggestion came across, and we're going to try it because I, I wanted to try it before I tell listeners go do this because I wasn't. We terribly, wouldn't want it not to work. That would be embarrassing. I wasn't terribly sure about it. Yeah. So the deal is, first you got to find incense sticks, which are not as easy to find as they used to be, because you know uh, you go into the craft stores and the the big box stores and things like that, and it's really easy to find scented candles and the oils yeah. and, and the um. The like oil things where the wicks stand up out of it and stuff mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. But to actually find the old school incense sticks, 
it's not that easy anymore. I had to go to like a health food store. Yeah, you got to go to like a hippie store to get it. So what you do to make a little travel incense kit is you get the like the old matchbooks. Mm-hmm. The ones that slide open. Sure, and you can reuse one from a tiki bar that you may have. Yeah, or, not one that you flip open. Or it has buy, to be a box. buy some of the slide open yeah. uh, matchbook uh, boxes. And you take out about a third or a half of the matches. Mm-hmm. And you use the mat to measure the incense stick and cut them the same size as the matches. So it's about an inch? It's about an inch and a half, yeah. yeah. And then um, and then you uh, put those pieces of the incense sticks in with the matches. Mm-hmm. And then um, the part of the box that slides open, the cover, you, you cut a little hole with like an X-Acto knife or a one-eighth inch hole punch. Mm-hmm. In the top of the or it's slider just a box cover, skewer or something, and then that way, when you slide the box open, um, the the lid of the box is no longer directly overhanging the, the matches. matches. Yes. yes, yes. And then you put one of the incense sticks in there, stand it upright, and you light it. Now here we're lighting it right now. Now here is the part where I was not sure if this is actually going to work. And for those of you who have not used an insect stick, you let it burn just long enough for the tip to glow orange like a punk. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you blow it out, just like I did. We're doing lemongrass. Mm, I like lemongrass. And, as uh, long as it's not the evil patchouli. And Yeah, patchouli is a little Gives strong. And sandalwood headache. I don't care for. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then it'll just burn down. But here's what I don't know. When it burns to the point where it's going to go through the hole in the top of the matchbook box... Will it set your house on fire? Will it catch the paper on fire? Or like it said in the green uh, the green planning book, mm-hmm. will it just go through and put itself out? Yeah, well, it now, smells good so far. We have a, we have the matchbook incense travel thing on mm-hmm. top of a metal surface, so just in case. Yeah, because it's going to take a while it to It does get burn the, the paper. Uh, it will not. Uh, it will not burn the bar. Mm. I don't want to. I don't want to burn the. Don't want to burn the bar. No, I don't. But I am going to have another sip of the straw. Not hat. in the name of research. That Mm-mm. would be awful. So it obviously works in that it's burning. Mm-hmm. The the uh, incense stick stands upright. And in about another 10 minutes or so, we'll see uh, if it burns the box or not. Yes, and this is something, I mean, it would be good. You could put it in different rooms of your house. You could take it on the road with you. Yeah, I you know, I sometimes miss the burning smell mm-hmm. of the incense stick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The candles are more... In your face scent. Yeah, and I kind of like this too because it does have the the fire. You know, I'm talking about the fire scent. Yes. Campfirey, like yeah, yeah I like yeah. that too. And you know, of course, if you want to keep with your tiki bar, get some tropical scents. If yeah. you like patchouli or sandalwood, no, you well, can use blah, it. But we just blah. we just don't care no, for it no. here. But this is a nice scent that you have right now, isn't it? If only you could smell it, listeners. Uh, so now I want to talk about another uh, greener activity, and, okay. and that is uh, you know visiting your local secondhand or um, thrift shop. Mm-hmm. But now, how careful or how uh, how picky you are about what types of shops you visit? Well, that's up to you. But I'll say this: I won't go to the Salvation Army mm-hmm. because they explicitly oppose uh, gay marriage, which, as far as I'm concerned, is a civil right. And uh, we've all heard about uh, DOMA being struck down by the Supreme yes. Court and then the Prop 8 um, uh, constitutional amendment or, or how, whatever you want to call it here in the state of California has also been overturned. And yes. now gay marriages are, um, again, legal in California. Let's yes. hope they stay that way. Yes. 
But um, I do not go to the Salvation Army either. I just yeah they they say right on their website we believe that marriage is between mm-hmm. a man and a woman and they actually put some of their funds towards political campaigns that support that end and cause versus being accepting of everyone. And you and, shouldn't support companies if you don't believe in their And And exactly. So I don't go to Salvation Army, but we have some <laughs> other non-religiously affiliated uh, uh, secondhand shops around. And I was really happy that just a little while ago I found an amber-colored uh, Anchor Hawking glass punch bowl set. Lovely. With uh, eight cups and the hooks that they go on, and the original glass ladle. That's lovely. That's one of the hardest things to find is when you find a punch bowl is the original glass ladle. And so I was really happy to find that. And I got that for $7. Wow. Now, if you go online to like Vintage Online or even on eBay, you're probably paying four, five to ten times as much. Oh, of course. Because some of the colors, like if you find green iridescent anchor hawking glass punch mm-hmm. bowl set, those are worth quite a little bit. Yes. Uh, and uh, But mine is just a nice amber. And it's a yellowy amber. Uh, but, you know, go find something at a, at a secondhand shop, whether it be the clothing, mm-hmm. the stuff for your bar. But do that and patronize the local shops before you just go straight to Amazon or do something online where you, you know, don't necessarily know where they are and who they're well, supporting. Well, sometimes you and... can find better stuff if you actually just go to the stores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think you, yeah, I think you can. Now, don't expect anyone there to know anything about no, it. No, no, That's no. for Unless you Unless you're do. going to, you know, a couple of the vintage stops I like to go to where they specialize in the furniture and stuff. They they know quite a bit. But if you're going to Goodwill or something like that, they're not going to. Yeah, yeah, no, I very much agree. And, you know, and also on the vintage note, uh, there are an increasing number of, which I'm very excited about, an increasing number of uh Vintage recreations of furniture, like mid-century modern Mm -hmm. furniture. And (laughs) one of them is called thrivefurniture.com, and they're here in Los Angeles. There's another one in Los Angeles called rejuvenation.com. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but it's hardware. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So like door poles and things like that. Lights and door pools. That's very nice. That's very nice. So I have decided, you know, through Mm thrivefurniture.com. And I've been to thrive.com. I like like that they have a couple of different um, styles. They have, and what I'm really looking at is now I I know I want a mid-century modern couch and or love seat set where, uh, you know, it's got the um, the wooden peg legs. Uh-huh, yes. So it's up off the ground, and then when the dog and cat are rolling stuff under there, I can get it easy, mm-hmm. but it also, it just looks really nice. And it's nice, nice so here's sleek the thing. style. I have just now decided that I'm going to spend, you know, two to three grand on a well-made couch. Sometimes when you become an adult, that's what you got to do. It is, yeah. yeah. No more, I, I really, I'm over the the big box furniture yeah. stores and things yeah. like that, and I want something that's made really well and made here in America and made of locally sourced things. And, and in a style that you like and you're not compromising on them. Exactly, yes. all of those things. Yes. And we're see. We're, now it's the the incense, the incense is going, going through the so top exciting. of the box. Now we're gonna we're gonna find out in a moment if it's gonna burn anything. If we um, just suddenly stop recording, you'll know that we died. Or just, if there's screams. Yeah, <laughs> it blew up. But but I but I think it's okay. So that's just kind of you know one of my ma- mantras right now is uh, use something that is uh, well a reuse or if you're gonna buy something new, try to buy something that is made locally. Uh, with sustainable products and then also um, 
you know, something that maybe hasn't been shipped across the world to get to you mm-hmm. and uses all those, uh, all that, all the carbon emissions and all those uh, energy resources and you just get it nearby. And so that's what I'm doing for my next set of furniture. And, and the boyfriend is behind me on this. He's like, I love that furniture too. I yeah, want And so does the Senator actually. I want it. And so we're waiting, you know, we plan to move in the next couple of years and our furniture is going to, to shit. Yeah. But I refuse to buy anything new if we're going to move because I don't want to first to move it to my house now and then have to move it again. Right. And look so, at this Taylor sofa here. It's lovely. It's just wonderful. What do you call these things in the back? These little, the little uh, divots or... Um, tufting? Uh, is it tufting? Yeah. Yes. I like a tufted back but a flat mm-hmm. bottom. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> and they have lots of different fabric choices. That's yes. cool. Again, that's thrivefurniture.com. But enough of them. They don't, uh, they don't sponsor the yeah, show. Yeah, damn so that, them. That's all we're going to say about them. Uh... And, uh, you know, on another, on another, um, you know, uh, sustainable note, okay. it is now the time of year where there is enough food coming out of my garden that I can actually make dinners. Oh, lovely. I've got eggplant, three different kinds of tomatoes and all the herbs I could possibly want tomatoes. and some cucumbers. Yes. So I've got salads and some entrees coming out of the garden and they're all from, uh, organic non-GMO seeds. Mm-hmm. So no Monsanto products in my garden. Nuh-uh. No, none at all. And the eggplants. Uh, I forget. Uh, it's a it's an Indian eggplant. They're littler. They they are, mm-hmm. but they're like actually they taste a little peppery. But they're not as little as Japanese eggplants. No, yeah. no, but they taste a little peppery. Like Ooh, they nice. almost don't need that much seasoning put on them. It's pretty cool, uh, the way they you know the the fact that they taste so well. Now let's see here. How's the uh, incense doing? It's gone inside the box. Mm-hmm. It's still smoking though. It is, but so far, no no fire. It seems to be okay. Yeah, it hasn't set the box on fire. It's not going to set the matches because it's not even touching them. Right, right. Yeah. Well, well, we'll know in a moment. Yes. Uh, well, while we figure out if the uh, incense is going, incense is going to put itself out. Why don't we play the next song? Another another surf. Actually, let's play two. Okay. So we're going to play the Surfaris, a cool. I'll call them vintage surf rock band. Uh, we're going to play the Surfaris, their tune called Magic Sands. And then we're gonna play the Glasgow Tiki Shakers, which have been at some of the events that we've been to. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're gonna hear Baja Depth Charge. Sounds both lovely. Of, yeah, I think both of those tunes sound really nice. All right. So here, why don't you listen to that? We'll make sure we don't need a fire extinguisher, and we'll be right back. <laughs> we have one. <laughs>
That is more good surf rock than you can shake a stick at. Yes, I like to shake sticks at things too. We have one more that we're going to play at the end of the show, and it's like eight and a half minutes long, and that's why we're going to we're going to let that take you out for the week. Yeah, that means I don't uh, have to talk as much. But we have a few more things, real quick. So okay. another, you know, here's another way. And again, you know, the things I'm talking about, they're not necessarily new. They're not like oh my god, but they're things that I think more of us need to talk about so that they become more mainstream again versus buying everything new. Mm-hmm. So Old I, things are good, I except don't, underwear. I don't buy bottled water. Okay. But every now and then people leave bottled water at my house and mm-hmm. or my boyfriend's mother buys cases of bottled water mm-hmm. and she gives us some. That's what my uh, husband's dad does even though I tell him not to. And I just, But I just don't buy bottled water. But you know, one thing that I will do is I'll take one of those bottles of water and I will go cut some fresh herbs from the garden, like mint especially. Mm-hmm. You know, and this might sound odd, but cucumber and cilantro in water is actually very nice. I do nice. like cucumber in water. Uh, so take your bottle of water and just put some uh, torn mint leaves in there. Or the other bottle I have here is fresh pineapple and ginger, some fresh cut ginger. ginger. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's try these and just see how we're. Are we refreshing. swigging them out of the bottle? Yeah, and we just see how and yeah, and you just you just put the herbs in there, and then you're just a little careful as you drink. Mm-hmm. The mint is very minty. Mm-hmm. This is nice. You can't really. I don't know if you can taste the pineapple. The ginger is really nice, and I like yeah. ginger. Do you want to try the mint now? Sure, but I like and that I'll try very much. The, I'm going to try the pineapple ginger. Mm -hmm. You can do all kinds of fruit and herb variations, whatever you like. Mm -hmm. That one's nice, too. I like the mint. It's got a nice, um, I usually don't like mint, but it's got a nice uh, aftertaste to it. Yeah, and the nice Mm -hmm. thing is no added sugar, Mm -mm. no uh, artificial anything. And, you know, I know the... um, They're very refreshing. The, what do you call it? The bottled water manufacturers. Mm -hmm. They are the ones who have propagated the... um, marketing that you should not reuse the bottles ever mm-hmm. it's just you're gonna die right well that's which is bullshit. ridiculous yeah anything mm-hmm. that you wash with soap and water is generally gonna be okay well they're to saying that again. it the plastic breaks down sure yeah but i mean if like you take one and don't use put them for, in the dishwasher well, just run it you know rinse it in the sink with soapy water well and what i do is like if i do happen to take one to work yeah i use i drink that water and then i use the bottle for two weeks afterwards just refilling it from the drinking fountain i do the same thing and so yeah, yeah it's not whatever but they always say oh you don't do that because the plastic's breaking down oh i don't think so and then if it's if it's coming in contact with heat yes mm-hmm. i absolutely believe that it is breaking down but i'm not putting it in contact with heat now here's something that i just don't know about this particular water is is aquahydrate. Yeah. Aquahydrate is high performance water. Really, it's water. Well, it, so electrolyte enhanced. So they're without ga- they're the sugar and it. calories found mm-hmm. in traditional sports drinks yeah. or vitamin enhanced beverages. Aquahydrate's combination of performance grade electrolytes mm-hmm. and a higher pH level of nine versus seven, which is the middle of the scale. Normally, water is seven. This is nine give you the key elements that help restore and balance the body during intense performance and exercise. But that's only if, I actually saw like a study on this on a a TV show. Mm -hmm. So the electrolytes are only helping you if you are actually a high performance athlete. Right, like you are sweating them out of your body profusely. Now, I mean, there's no extra calories in this, so it's not like you're drinking Gatorade where you're getting those calories and not working them off. So it's probably, it's not hurting you any, but... No, it's not hurting you, except mm-hmm. that it costs a lot more, and yeah. you're buying bottled water versus just some filtered tap water. Yeah. I mean... You know, I drink plain tap water. I do, too. I drink it right out of the sink. I don't see I a do, big deal. I do, too. 
Put it right over ice and, and I actually, drink it. the water that comes out of your sink has to go through more regulations than your bottled water does. It sure does. Because the sink needs to be EPA and FDA approved, whereas the bottled water does not. Right. Yet people will say, oh, they're hiding things in our tap water. No, but they're not. Oh, but the bottled water's not. Right. Yeah. I no. mean, and some of them, when you read the fine print on the bottled water, it actually says, uh, this is filtered tap water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it says that, like, right on there, uh, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, try just uh, taking your bottled water and dropping that in. Or even better, you got a mint leaf there. Mm -hmm. Or even better, uh, use um, a SIG or one of those aluminum reusable bottles. Or sometimes Mm -hmm. now they even have like the glass reusable bottles that have like a kind of a rubbery outer coating so that if you drop it, nudge it, it won't break. Drop it on the parking lot Uh, floor. But those are really good also for dropping in a couple pieces of fresh fruit, whether apple, pineapple, ginger, mint, et cetera. And, you know, because I know some people, they don't drink a lot of water just because they need everything flavored. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if you're using those like Mio drops and stuff like that, it is just, it is chemical colors. It is chemical fake sugar, and it is chemical flavor. This I just, is more refreshing. I can't imagine why people drink that stuff. Well, but they have a sweet tooth. I don't have that much of a sweet tooth. So I don't either. Yeah, it's like too much when you drink that much and then... But we did that video episode where I did pineapple mint water and mm-hmm. I paired it with a cocktail as well. And it's just, you know, keep a pitcher or a bottle in your fridge and you have I it for agree. people when they come over. Uh, it's It's really not that hard. All right, so... We have one little bit of housekeeping to take care of here before we play uh, play a nice long song here at the end. Yeah. Well, and that is that, um, have you heard of this event called Mod Palm Springs? I'm very excited for it, actually. Well, it's, uh, it's still in October, which is... And I'm is, super excited because the senator's excited. It's still quite a ways away. Yes. But... It's never too early to plan your drinking people. I'm I'm seeing if I can pull the darn website up right now, and it's because I can't type because I'm a little inebriated. Mid-October usually falls around my wedding anniversary. That's right. how I remember it. So, uh, I, I, can't, I can't find But that. we know what it is. <laughs> I know, but I have to I have to get the details for the listeners. And Go I've, to Facebook I've, and I've, type I found in. it. I found it. I've had too much to drink. But it's October 11th through 12th in Palm Springs, and it's brought to us by Rory Snyder, who we've done business with mm-hmm, in the past, mm-hmm. and he's a great uh, great guy putting together some great parties. And Shag is the official artist yes. and the other host of the party. And they're putting together a lot of great events here. But we're going to go in, in on future shows. We're going to give you a lot of more details on the actual bands and the vendors and things that will be there. But what's really important for you to know now is July 26th at mod-palmsprings.com, they are going to release the first rooms uh, that are going to be available. And the rooms, of course, that are going to go first are going to be those pool pool, pool stage view rooms. Mm-hmm. And we, for this one, are pool view, stage view. I think that'll help our room crawl a lot. Now, we always get a huge amount at the room crawl, but I think the ambiance of the pool is better than where we were previously. I think so, too. Yeah. So uh, mod-palmsprings.com on July 26th, you're going to want to go there. If I remember correctly, it's $380 to $400 for the room. That includes both Friday and Saturday night. That also includes two wristbands that come with the room. And those Mm -hmm. two wristbands mean from uh, 6 p.m. to the end of the evening when it is wristband event only. Mm -hmm. You are able to be on grounds and see all of the the acts both in the lobby and by the pool and on the main stage. uh, And uh, a lot of other good stuff that comes along with that. So, yeah, we're excited about this event. I am. October in Palm Springs is just 
Lovely. It's not 110 degrees. No, it's not. It's yeah. really only it's, in the 80s. Yes, which is <laughs> which just, is nice. Which is really nice. Yeah. Sometimes, actually, still in the 90s in October, it's Palm Springs is fickle that way. It is a fickle, fickle bitch. So that's the next event coming up, and uh, and and I think that pretty much does it for us. Like for today? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we are going to play uh, the last of the uh, surf rock songs that I chose for. Uh, this week, and this one is by the Aqua Velvets, and the song is called Tiki Beat, and it's eight and a half minutes. It is just what it's one of those cool jam songs where mm-hmm. uh, the the boys get up on stage and they uh, just strum thing. along for quite some time while people are going and getting a drink and chit chatting, and it's it's almost meant to be more of a background music, mm-hmm. but uh, it just really. Uh, Really takes the mood where it should be, and it makes you it makes you feel all good inside. Well, we and, like uh, that. Well, it makes the cocktail tingle more. Yes, um, we like that too. I'm gonna we say like tingling. That. So we'll be back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge next week. Go to zentikilounge.com. Check out our new website. Send us your correspondence to mail at zentikilounge.com. And last but not least, visit our store now because yeah, we have online items that you can buy. And we would just be happy if you did so and help support the podcast. Well, here it is. Here is the Aqua Velvets with Tiki Beat. And as we like to say here on the podcast, until next time, mahalo. mahalo.